You're listening to Unlikable Female Characters, the podcast featuring feminist thriller writers in conversation about women who don't give a damn if you like them. I'm Kristen LaBianca, and I'm here with Lane Fargo. Hello. And Wendy Heard. Hello. So it's the holiday season. Yay! <laughs> this is the it's, weirdest year. It's so weird. So weird. It's like the holiday season, except it feels like every other day of the last nine months, which mm-hmm. it's just, it's very strange. Time has lost all meaning. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it seems like the election was a million years ago and also yesterday. Like, we're recording yes. this the Saturday after Thanksgiving, and it already feels like Thanksgiving was many moons ago. I don't know. <laughs> yes. I, it's weird. It's weird. I'm not a person who's, like, super big on the holidays. My family doesn't really care about the holidays that much, so I guess I'm not that disappointed that we can't travel. Um, I'm a little disappointed because last year my partner for Christmas went to Montana to visit his sister who lives there, and um, he was gone for a while and I was alone on Christmas and it was the best. It's everything it's everything <laughs> yes. you could have wanted. Everything I could have wanted. Um people were like, oh my God, I'm so sorry that you're alone on Christmas. And <laughs> I was like, no, this is my dream come true. And this year that dream is not to be, unfortunately. <laughs> I think I was the only person when you said that to I was like, oh my God, that's amazing. You were, yeah, you were like, oh so jealous. And I was like, thank you. Yes. It's the best. <laughs> Yeah, the, the being being alone in a in a house is really important sometimes and none of us have gotten that at all this year. Yeah, I mean what the hell? Like houses? Okay, so let's think of the purpose of the house. To keep the weather out, right? <laughs> to keep you safe from weather and to be away from people, to lock mm-hmm. out the world. But then you brought family members into the house and now the world is inside the house with you. <laughs> you need like another house. Off. You need like another house inside your house to be like the real house. And, you know, partners might say things like, that's a room. Go into a room. Shut up. That is not. <laughs> it's, it's not. I mean, yeah, you can be in a different room, but you're still home. We're aware. I know you're out there. No matter how quiet you're trying to be, yep. you might be scared because you know at this point that I'm Actually, on I feel the like- edge. Someone trying to be quiet is like actually worse in in some ways. <laughs> oh my god, you're so right. Just just being like regular because there's just like this like everything is like really slow and deliberate because they're like trying to be quiet. It's like the very slow eating of a tortilla chip. And you're like <laughs> just crunch then, it. Then you kind of know that they're aware of you, so it's like you don't want them to be aware of you. That's the whole point. So then you're like yes. communicating silently with each other because they're like thinking at you like I'm doing this to try to be as quiet as I yeah. can for you. <laughs> Yes. We just don't want to be communicating. Yeah. (sighs) (sighs) Fucked up. The introverts are not doing okay. I know the extroverts are not doing okay either. No one's doing okay. No No one's okay. No one's okay. My holiday wish is just to not commit murder. That's what I've been trying to do all year is not commit murder. And we've got like one month left. (laughs) I can do it, I think. I imagine though, because like my whole life up until I started working in education was working in customer service and food service. And so Mm -hmm. as murdery as I feel, I'm trying to remember that the other option would have been me working at like Trader Joe's or the coffee bean and being breathed on by a bunch of people who like can't put their mask over their noses, which is what Nate deals with all day, right? Yeah. So I think I might have been, I think I would have been even more murderous. 
it's very hard not to murder under like all circumstances, but 2020 <laughs> is really mm-hmm. testing us. And I think we yes. should all get credit. Those of us who have not committed murders this year, like well done. We deserve credit for that. I really think yeah. that, that you're right. We we deserve to be honored in some way. <laughs> Cause obviously not everyone's managed it. <laughs> there have been murders. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> My friend well, cheers me up and sends me interesting uh, cases in the news surrounding dis- different mysterious murders sometimes. Thanks, T. Why aren't you forwarding them to me? I thought we were friends. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you cared about these things. <laughs> That's all I want for Christmas. So this episode is our annual gift guide. We're going to talk about uh, gifts that you can buy for the people in your life that you're not going to murder. You're not going to murder them. You're going to buy them presents. And we have Buying some suggestions. Buying a gift for someone is really like a promise that you're not going to murder them before Christmas. It's really <laughs> it? very sweet. <laughs> you could buy them something you wanted, though. That's true. true. All right. Never mind. You wear if you get a gift that you know your partner wanted. <laughs> means time's up. <laughs> <laughs> what do we want to start with we came up with some like gift categories to make yeah. things fun this year this is how we amuse ourselves in 2020 what do you guys want to start with okay category number one is the passive aggressive gift for the men in your life so i'll just start out by saying my passive ag- aggressive gift for men in my life is my book they never learn <laughs> I just want to like give this to a man with a note that's like, this made me think of you or like you inspired this, you know, that nice. that would really be the perfect gift this holiday season for any man yeah, you want to subtly threaten. That's a really good one. Yeah. And I, I think that works. The, the the threat element works, even if you're not Lane and it's not yeah. your book. Like it, the book is for all of us, right? Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, I like it. What about you, Kristen? Um, well, I have I have two. One is a helpful book entitled How Not to Be a Dick, an Everyday Etiquette Guide. Um, I feel like a lot of people could benefit from this. Yes. Um, but if, if, you know, that is a little too direct for the passive aggressive gift category, uh, you can also gift a, um, a tiny, beautifully crafted dollhouse violin, the world's smallest violin. Mm. Perfect. To play sad songs. For that poor, poor man having to be a man in this world. Well, you know, the world is against them. And it's actually the hardest time in history to be a white man right now. (laughs) Without a (laughs) doubt. (laughs) And that's really saying something because it's always been hard. The responsibility, you know, like people don't understand that like with great power comes great responsibility. And that's that weighs heavily on the shoulders. (laughs) Uh, mine is a book by Rebecca Solnit called Men Explain Things to Me. That's mm. a great book. It's essays yes. where she describes experience of having things explained to her by men. It's lovely. An experience we are all intimately familiar with. <laughs> yes, intimately. Our next category is an inappropriate gift for your prudish relatives. So I had trouble coming up with one for this. So I'm excited to see what you guys have brought to the table here because all of my relatives are so prudish and conservative. Like literally anything would be too prudish for them. That's not like a Bible. I don't know. Or like a like Christmas know, that sweater. Bible's or like some racy stuff in there. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But so I was like, I don't know, a PG-13 movie would be too <laughs> racy for my relatives. Um, Amanda Bynes movies. Oh, yeah. I know. <laughs> well, please, please help me. I want to know. I, I want to hear your, your recommendations for this category. Well, I, um, 
you know, I, I think that a, a candle is always a classic gift and it can have, mm. it can have whatever attitude behind it you want. So for the prudish relatives, we have the option of a, a nice coochie bloom vagina candle, Ooh. which has a pink figural vagina surrounding the wick and it smells like almond rum cake. Yay. Like all vaginas. Uh, it's yes. not supposed to. <laughs> like 50 shades of gray or it smells like butterscotch it's like right. no that seems metal. don't <laughs> you need to this is always it's like you need to see a doctor like that's... yes <laughs> yes so so i think uh the the vagina candle is you know a good choice for certain types of prudish relatives if if you'd like to take the you know a more subtle path i would suggest um the witch shop scented candle from soy much brighter it smells exactly like a metaphysical shop it's amazing love it i have it burning right now mm. and it has a pentacle on it so that would probably outrage um, oh my god someone so what would they do with it they can't throw it away the trash man might find it that's true mm-hmm. <laughs> they'll have to bury it somewhere they can't burn it because that will activate the power right they'll, they'll have to bury it or like throw it off a bridge Throw it on holy ground. (laughs) Throw it onto a slut. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, I found a book called, a book that I am actually, like, if I'm your prudish relative, please get this book for me. It's called The Technology of Orgasm, Hysteria, the Vibrator, and Women's Sexual Satisfaction. Oh, God. Yes, and I, I think it's by, like, some, it's by, the publisher is John Hopkins, Johns Hopkins University Press, so it's, like, Oh, so it's like a real smart and stuff. Legit. Yeah. The definitive history. Okay. Um, And so it talks about, um, you know, the time consuming procedure doctors had to administer for hysteria and then the efficiency of mechanical devices and stuff. And we know, I know we've had a whole episode about hysteria where we talked about like how much of this is, um, you know, was debunked and stuff like that. So. I just think your family members would find it really like clinically interesting, you know, from an <laughs> academic perspective. You could pair it with um, like one of those vibrators that doesn't look like a vibrator. That would also be like just confuse oh, them. They won't yeah. know what it is. Oh, oh yeah. my God. That would be, see, there's your gift, Lane. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you two would inspire me. <laughs> Get them a back massager, but it's actually yes. a vibrator a and let them not know. Device. On the topic of vibrators, I had considered listing this as my option for the prudish relative and I decided not to, but uh, I will bring it up now. I, it was on some list that I was looking at. Um, this particular vibrator is called the Puff and it is in a category of vibrators called suction vibrators, which Whoa. I had never heard this of. on Twitter a lot. Is this like the new thing? I can't decide right. if it sounds amazing or horrifying. I know. That's how I felt. I was like, I don't know. But the fact that they're making them, make, make it must be, there must be something good about it, right? Like it doesn't sound super amazing, but I'm, I don't know. I'm intrigued. I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't be mad if someone sent one to me for free. Like they don't make sandpaper vibrators. There's a reason. Like (laughs) exactly. Exactly. I'm just imagining it like the suction being too strong and you can't get it off of you. It's sort of like sci-fi horror kind of like a vacuum. (laughs) Yeah. Like a shop vac. (laughs) It could just go very wrong. That's what I'm saying. But if it was like a very mild suction, I guess maybe that could be nice. I don't know. Like if it slipped down south an inch and and suddenly it like created a vacuum situation with your vagina where it's like a vacuum sealed. (laughs) 
or like it, it accidentally removed your internal organs like i don't know what could what could happen like it's such a festive episode i love this you guys <laughs> Happy holidays, everyone. Yes, happy holidays. <laughs> this this one, in addition to having like a explicit language warning, like we always get, it should probably also have like a mom warning, like it's not for your mom. Your mom no, specifically, I'm talking to my mom. Don't listen to this. <laughs> it's too late. She's already listening to it, Kristen. <laughs> Damn it! She's my already Kristen's put mom. her "Kill Your Local Rapist" sticker on her, like you know, the cover she puts on all of her library books or on her. <laughs> Yeah, I still need to know. Yeah, that was uh, Kristen's mom um, entered my pre-order campaign for They Never Learn, which included a Kill Your Local Rapist sticker that Kristen designed and is amazing. And I just want to know where your mom put the sticker. That's like all I want for Christmas. Well, I will I will ask her. I will find out what she has okay. done with it. A, a photograph would be really helpful. Yes. Okay. So what about a gift for people you don't know at all? Like these are people, the, the coworker that you don't know um the friend of your spouse's mom's friend that you're gonna see that you shouldn't be seeing because you should be staying home (laughs) there's a website that i like to use for gifts like this um it is called fox blossom have you guys ever heard of this Mm -mm. Mm -mm. uh it's a small business out of pittsburgh i believe and they make these beautiful curated gift boxes so they have like kind of pre-made ones with themes um so it'll be like kind of spa ones or ones with like fancy food items or all kinds of like nice little luxurious things or you can create your own box and decide what goes in it and you can choose the color of the box and like a cute little card and so it's really fun and it's all um all the options are just nice little luxury items that will be a little treat for someone i think you could find something for almost anyone there so i like that site if i'm kind of at a loss for what to get someone i will get them a box from fox blossom Very oh nice. that sounds really nice my mine is not that nice uh it's a um an led light panel for your zoom calls because everyone looks terrible on oh them. yeah so just everyone get one please how do but, you ca- stop them from glaring off your glasses this that's is my I problem just gonna ask. Yeah. I, I have you one have i have to get it. it you just have to get it high enough okay so like have it be like above where your camera is not beside or below or around like if you're using the camera on a MacBook, like get a little tripod or, you know, a stack of books and stack it up high enough behind the camera so that it's not like reflecting in your glasses. Because I have mine resting on the top of my monitor. I have an iMac uh, mm-hmm. and it's totally fine to just like rest on the top. Okay. Okay. But yeah, getting I'll it higher than the glasses is the key. The The whole ring light thing, it does not really work when you have glasses because it's yeah. like it goes around the camera. And so it's always, yeah, it's terrible. But um, get something that sticks up above the camera. Okay. I'll try that because I am returning a ring light because it was just like it gave me these like devil orbs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I have one too. I bought a tripod that just came with a ring light and I was like, yeah. I guess I'll try it. And then I was like, this is horrifying. Yeah. Yeah. I have a little... Um, led light panel so it's like a little it's like a little brick i guess it has a diffuser cover on it that sort of makes the light softer um if you like hold it directly in front of your glasses it obviously still makes a reflection but if you put it up sort of angling down at you it's perfect nice okay so it's like a little mini soft box yes exactly cool okay i want that now 
Yes, awesome. highly recommended. Always expensive these episodes. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I can put it on my wish list. Maybe someone else will buy it for me. There Isn't you go. a problem as an adult with money of any? Like it's just like when it comes time for Christmas, I'm just like I already bought myself everything I want. Mm, like I yeah. don't need to buy things for me. I treat right. myself. Yeah, I like I I I love to treat myself. It's the only thing I like right now. So yeah. <laughs> all we have. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> All right, Wendy, what was your so gift for I picked a now? book um, that I thought it was one of those things like, look, you don't know this person. Uh, you really don't care if you upset them. And this is a book I thought like this book should go out into the world. Like these types of books should go out into the world as much as possible. So I picked a book called How to They Them, A Visual Guide to Non-Binary Pronouns in the World of Gender Fluidity oh. by Stuart Getty, who's a non-binary author. That could be a good one for the prudish relatives too. Mm-hmm. Multi-purpose. I love that. Love it. Yes. Um, so my, what I want for this year to treat myself that I'm shopping for, so maybe our, one of our listeners can have some recommendations, is I want like a fluffy bathrobe with a hood because mm. I want to be cozy, but I also want to look like a Dark Lord of the Sith. Like, I like I, I that. Want, this is what I want. Um, so I've been shopping for this. And I checked out the strategist, Kristen, and I wasn't like super into any of their suggestions. They were all a little mm. more like spa hotel. They didn't look like evil enough i want to they look evil, evil entity. right okay yeah that's my we that's need my to vibe. we need to make us a, a website that's like the strategist but evil <laughs> <laughs> the strategist the dark side yeah yeah <laughs> that would be great just yeah yeah this is our destiny yeah that's what yeah. i want because i kind of can't believe that i went through the earlier lockdown this year and didn't have a cozy bathrobe like that i just wore all day every day mm -hmm. that's the least we can do for ourselves in this year that's such a good point I'm jealous of yours now yeah i don't have a bathrobe it's too hot here 90 percent of the time it's so hot you just get out of the shower into your shorts you know oh yeah well here in the midwest we need to be cozy all the time so i have a lot of big sweaters i have like chunky sweaters and sweatshirts and things and sweater dresses like all the different kinds mm -hmm. of clothes you can make out of sweater material but i want a fuzzy bathrobe <laughs> I have like a sweater dress that's cold enough to wear like three times. Well, it gets like it's cold right now, but like it's hot in the middle of the day here. Like it's always sunny in the middle of the day, you know. How, how cold is it to find cold? Wendy? Right now? Yeah. It's like 50 or 55. <laughs> that's like legit cold. That's like short sweater. Yeah. I'm wearing a that's like open a the window and a heavy sweater right now. Okay. That's why I just asked you so that Kristen and I could judge you. That's what's is happening. That, yes. Is that not cold? That's not, no. that's gotta be a chilly day for everybody. No, no. That's in like November. A, that's like open the windows. We're having a, a summer revival. Yeah. <laughs> that would be like, I would go hang out in a park with like no coat on. And yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, of course not a coat. Like who has a coat, but like. <laughs> <laughs> I say this with love, Wendy, fuck you. <laughs> I don't even think we understand coats here. We are like, oh no, I have a coat, and it's like not that thick. You know what I mean? It's not weatherproof. But it's like, like a jacket. You don't have. Jacket. You don't have a yeah. coat. I don't think we really understand the difference between jackets and coats. Truly, here in the Midwest, we have to have like multiple coats depending on yes. what the conditions are outside. It seems like coats take up a lot of space in the closet. We have a whole closet just for coats in the Midwest. Yes. Really? Oh yeah. Like yes. in the house, they build a they build a oh a coat closet. It's like right by the front door. Back to gifts. Right. So we were we were discussing treat yourself gifts. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, well, I think the the ultimate 
treat yourself gift is like replacing something that annoys you all the time. Okay. It might be the most glamorous pampering self-care sort of gift but like if there is something that you encounter every day and it pisses you off or annoys you or whatever like get a new one get a better one um Mm. so i i recently got a new desk chair per lane's excellent recommendation and it's been wonderful highly recommended it's a bit more expensive than the standard treat yourself christmas gift but um other excellent treat yourself gifts would include a new and really well-made umbrella because I absolutely hate dealing with umbrellas that are shitty, that pinch your fingers, they flip inside out. It's been like a lifelong struggle, a struggle, I tell you. But there is a umbrella manufacturer called Blunt that makes amazing umbrellas that always work. And I've had mine for, I think, seven years. um, And it has never once given me any trouble at all. So if you are constantly being frustrated by janky umbrellas, that would be a good one. Um, And I also am really delighted by my recent purchase of a pair of AirPods um, because headphones have always been an issue for me because it's like with if you're a Mac user and an iPhone user, of course, the headphone thing is annoying because you have to have the lightning jack Mm -hmm. for headphones. But then you can't use the lightning jack on your computer mm-hmm. so then there's like a, any number of shitty bluetooth headphone options that never connect right or are constantly becoming disconnected and it's irritating as fuck but the airpods just work really well really made my life better yes and they stay in your ears because i just feel like they would fall yes, out of they my stay ears in so well wow so wonderful well. even They're when you're amazing. jogging yes huh yeah i was like in black <laughs> Yeah, so that you can nice. get little covers for them. Really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. When I first heard about them, like when they came out years ago, I was like, "Oh God, that's a recipe for just losing it immediately." Mm-hmm. Um, but because it like comes in this nice little case that has like a bit of like heft to it, you don't actually lose them all the time. Um, the case charges well, them, which is amazing. I lose them sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's me. Yeah, it's you. <laughs> but I, I love them so much. Like, I, I resisted them for a long time, and then I finally got them, and I'm, like, so glad. Plus, when you're doing Zooms, you can, like, put your hair in front of them, and no one can even tell that you're wearing them. And it doesn't mess up the – like, your hair hitting the mic doesn't nope. – Nope. Wow. They're, like, magical. They're I was so just – I'm just picturing – because I usually wear headphones, like, while I'm doing the dishes, and I'm just imagining them, like, falling into the water. And... Nope. Nope. They're very well constructed. Okay. Okay. If you're like an ADD person like me who loses everything, and I mean everything, um, I got a little case for them that clips onto my keychain so that like when I'm in an especially ADD, like losing everything type of mood, I just keep them cl- clip the case clipped to my keychain and that will save me for myself a little bit. Nice. Okay. Because yeah. you guys are convincing me to spend more money. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> I have um, two things. So first of all, it's so funny, Kristen, because Kristen and I both had the same desk chair and coincidentally, and we had both the same agony over how much we hated this desk chair. It was so uncomfortable. So uncomfortable. It found pressure points that you didn't even know you had and yes. like pushed on them and it was rock hard and so your butt bones would be like grinding up against it. It was like in school when you were stuck in Spanish class and your chair was making your butt go numb. It was like that. 
Yeah, and it like it looked like it should not be that way. It looks no. padded. It looks yeah. cute and cozy, but it was terrible. So I actually have I the new the chair I bought to replace it is the comfiest, softest, most luxurious chair ever in the world. The arms flip up so it slides all the way under my little desk and because I, I have a really small space so everything has to like be consolidated but it's like a big chair I look like I'm riding Sherlock Holmes in it and um <laughs> really so anyway I put the, I put the link in our gift guide in case anybody is looking for a recommendation for like the softest comfiest office chair ever um and it was two hundred bucks but it's twenty dollars off on Amazon so. Okay. Kristen and I can recommend the chair that we both have now, but it's much more expensive than that. I just, because I have chronic pain, I'm like, I have to buy this insanely expensive chair that has all the ergonomics. 200 bucks is expensive, but not for a good office chair. No. No. And it comes in a bunch of colors. So if you're someone who likes a chair to be soft and sort of suck you in, um, this chair is really comfy. The chair that we hated was like, was also from Amazon and it was like 50 bucks or something. Yeah. And it looked really cute. Like it looked really nice. It like had kind of like a a modern quilted style to it. Yeah. Felt terrible. Definitely worth spending more money for a comfortable chair because we're all trapped in our homes forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's just no sense in sitting on a chair that pisses you off every single day. Yeah. And no, then like of course, you know, when I say I need a new chair, everyone recommends me things that are like, you know, a thousand dollars. And I'm like, okay, well, I can't I can't bring myself to spend that much money on myself i just can't even if i had it i was like i can't spend that much money on myself so this was a nice little compromise plus i have a book called um fuck this shit show a gratitude journal for tired ass women (laughs) and i really want this book because i do think that like as exhausted and worn out as i am and like as shitty as everything is i just i still know there's a lot of people who have it so much worse and so I'd, i'd actually really like this gratitude journal i think this would be good for me I got you that, didn't I? Did I? I don't think so. You've gotten me a lot of cool stuff. If you got this from me, I'm slipping my mind. I think I did because it's from uh, Malicious Woman Candle Company. I have a – I think you got me a different one. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I know which one you're talking about. It scared me for a second. <laughs> cool. What about productivity slash self-help? What, what recs do you guys have for that? So my recommendation is a book called Sabotage by Emma Gannon, um, who also hosts the podcast called Control-Alt-Delete. I don't know if you guys listen to that. It's like interviews with people about their interesting jobs and passions and, and stuff. It's really great. Um, but so this book, Sabotage, just came out a couple months ago, and it's all about the topic of self-sabotage, which we all engage mm-hmm. in. Um, and it's, I've read a lot of books either on this subject or mentioning this subject, and they tend to make me feel kind of shitty like okay I'm just sabotaging myself what the fuck is wrong with me and this book was very validating it was kind of it she goes a lot into how everyone does this on some level and there's also you know it can be a destructive behavior but it can be your brain kind of trying to protect you or save you from something or it can be an indication that maybe you're not in the like field that you should be in or you're not working on the project that you should be or you should kind of take a different path so it was very useful and validating it didn't make me feel like shit and it's like an adorable tiny little gifty book you could put in a stocking so it's sabotage by emma gannon that looks fantastic i'm sitting here adding it to my amazon wish list right now (laughs) (laughs) these episodes really are dangerous like if nothing else we are all going to purchase all of these things all of these yeah the exception of the vagina candle maybe i don't know i don't know about that one <laughs> um for this category my pick is 
a uh, it's called a motivational journal, which I don't really like that phrase very much, but yeah. uh, it's a book called do it for yourself by um, what's her name? Kara Kutrizula. And it is like a really, it's a cute, like small book with like guided prompts, just like very brief exercises. It's beautifully designed. It's got super bold colors and really cool typography. Um, and it's really lovely. It just came out earlier this year and it looks like it's temporarily out of stock again, which sucks. But it's really maybe cool by, looking. Yeah. Maybe by the time uh, this episode airs, it will be back and everyone can, can grab it because it's really, uh, it's like a refreshing take on this type of thing. Um, it's not like the same old, you know, explore why you're hesitant to start this project type of things. It's mm -hmm. like different strategies for getting started or busting out of ruts. And I really like it. So I have a recommendation for this. It's called, um, and I think this recommendation is especially helpful to, at least for me, this wasn't an issue for me until I had my daughter and she was in like elementary school and suddenly the obligations were kind of stacking up and stacking up. But this is called How to Get Shit Done, Why Women Need to Stop Doing Everything So They Can Achieve Anything. Mm. Um, and it's really, I don't know, I think it is very difficult to break out of that cycle of like, and I was, I, I, I'm in and out of that cycle. This whole life of mine as a mom is just like every minute being booked and not knowing what to say no to. Like you're okay with the idea of saying no, but you're not sure what you should say no to. You know what I mean? Like fine. I can be that person who says no, but I can't say no to everything. Like what are the valuable things to keep and what are the valuable things to weed? What are the invaluable things that you can weed out? So, yeah. I think this year has really been like all of us are reexamining our priorities and like mm -hmm. as a yes. society <laughs> as a whole, <laughs> we're all doing that, but this is like the perfect time for that. And hopefully 2021 will be better and we'll have a clearer sense of what we should be doing or you know we'll all be living in bunkers as we keep saying <laughs> hard to say yes uh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah um maybe this will be a helpful book to read and sort of detangle some of those things that we can let go of maybe some of those things are men <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 likely in fact that some of them are mm-hmm well um i think our last category is for the unlikable female character in your life which I think so many of these guests could qualify, but this is like yes. specific to this category. So what do you guys I have for that? I keep wondering if some of us are going to come up with the same thing. I'm excited. Okay. Um, mine is a amazingly fun uh, gothic horror novel slash Hollywood satire called Plain Bad Heroines by Emily M. Danforth. Oh my God. I'm dying to read that. It is so good. Oh my God. <laughs> I love it so much. So it's uh, like about uh, kind of like a haunted former boarding school uh, where some some grisly happenings took place a uh, hundred years ago. And then so part of the narrative takes place there. And then part of it is in the modern era where a young woman has written a book about that. And the book is now being made into a movie. Uh, and it's just it's super queer and super like creepy and cool and amazing and i just i love it so much and i think that all of the unlikable female characters that i know would also love it i will second to that one i was on a panel with emily at the boston book festival you a few were? months ago nice mm -hmm. oh my god i have and such a like 
you know the writer crushes where you're like you're yeah. so cool <laughs> i can't talk to you she's incredibly cool um and my favorite part of that book is the the footnotes there's yeah. like like sassy footnotes <laughs> yeah they're very I, sassy and very funny yes i i don't know now i'm like i need to write a book with footnotes because this is amazing it's like the grad student still in me <laughs> finds that amusing that is see, perfect look, it can be done in a way that is not douchey men you see mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it can indeed you should study and learn so this could also be a passive aggressive gift for like if you have a <laughs> friend who's a man who thinks he is like a literary writer that's true get him this book and teach him a thing or two mm-hmm. remember that one well lane and i got one specific um submission to a specific thing we were doing one time that had footnotes <laughs> no they they were actually end notes right oh were they end notes i thought they were footnotes well i can't remember which way but the in the submission the person said uh well it was a man he said um, <laughs> <laughs> it's like in the in the actual manuscript the footnotes are end notes or vice versa i don't remember but mm. wanted to be wanted us to understand Ugh uh yeah mm-hmm. anyway yeah <laughs> probably shouldn't say any more about that but i'll never forget it never <laughs> so my uh suggestion is this shop that i am obsessed with uh called the silver spider print shop i follow them on instagram and they make like cute little like gifty like stickers and enamel pins and socks and hats and stuff and they have a bunch of um they have different stuff all the time but they have a bunch of Shit's creek themed things which big fan of that show um they have a teddy bear wearing a t-shirt that says hell is other people i feel like that might be (laughs) (laughs) a good gift for a lot of people who listen to this podcast and they also have um this i'm thinking about buying for myself they have hats and stickers and stuff with um the eternally amazing quote from dakota johnson's interview with ellen are you guys familiar with (laughs) actually no that's not the truth ellen (laughs) yes actually no that's not the truth ellen so you can get like a hat that says that or a sticker and that interview is like you know how you can have like a playlist of like pump up jams that you listen to before like a big meeting or something like that interview is my pump up jam i like watch that (laughs) so inspiring to me so yeah i really need one of those you have amazing taste in this type of stuff i you have like the best taste in little like um stationary type of like cute little things i just like know a lot of cute shops i don't even know if it's my taste it's just i like follow a lot of these and then i buy too many of them i think you do this too kristen i feel like we have this yeah yeah (laughs) yeah i'm really good at shopping for myself like for little too good at shopping yeah yeah perhaps perhaps so I'm surprised. I, I'm glad that I'm the only one who has this. I really thought that one of the other two of you might have picked this book called My Life as a Villainess. Oh, oh yes, because you talked about this on perfect. the show yeah. before, right? Laura Lippman's book of essays yes. to inspire her to be more mm-hmm. unlikable in all the best ways. Yeah, I love mm-hmm. that book. It is like the Bible to me. It's like a sacred text. <laughs> <laughs> There's a an essay in here called Men Explain the Wire to Me. <laughs> She is the queen. She's amazing. I mean, we've often said that if she started a cult, she would have a following that included Mm -hmm. us. We're ready. We're ready to join. She has one in here called Game of Crones. (laughs) Now I just want to reread this. I'm just going to go take it off the shelf and reread it. My God. So great. And it's also kind of like a cute little gifty book that you Mm -hmm. could put in a stocking. I love books like that for Christmas. Like 
the little cute ones that you can like read on Christmas morning. Yeah. It's inoffensive. Yeah. You know, this is not an offensive book. Um, It's just, it's an empowering book. It's just very inspiring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I want to give one more shout out gift idea. Um, So the Feminist Book Club podcast, which is one of our fellow amazing feminist podcasts, um, they're doing these cool gift packages this year where they're like curated sets with books and socks and mugs and all sorts of like cool stuff from female creators um they're Mm -hmm. themed like uh there's like a historical fiction one and like a thriller one and they're all different price points so we'll put a link to that in our gift guide as well because i want to support them and i think it's so cool i was like we should do that and i was like no i'm too lazy i can't (laughs) (laughs) renee is like putting it all together and i'm like i i don't know we're we're too lazy around here for that but maybe like in five years we would be able to orchestrate that but yeah yeah (laughs) such a cool (laughs) idea though it's such a cool idea i love it i want to support it all right well um those are our gift ideas for this year everyone stay safe and healthy this holiday season and this will be our last episode for this hell year 2020 we will be back in 2021 with more discussions of unlikable archetypes and interviews with amazing authors and some other surprises in store so we'll see you guys all in what is hopefully a much better fucking year because this one sucks amen that's it for this episode of unlikable female characters don't forget to subscribe and you can also follow us on twitter at unlikable fc pod for updates book recommendations and angry feminist rants our website is unlikablefemalecharacters.com and we're also on instagram at unlikable female characters thanks for listening